So what made you have the courage to take on the lease and go, right, we're going to make this property beautiful? Hindsight? Yeah. Naivety. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't do it again. No. In all and that's complete honesty. Yeah, yeah, I would not. If I had to do that now, knowing what I know and the commitments I've got now as well from a family point of view, yeah. I couldn't go down that path again. Yeah. You know how they say there's a book in everyone? What if there was a business in everyone, even you? If you catch yourself wondering, could I sell this? Or you've dreamt about quitting your day job and doing your own thing, you're in the right place. You're listening to You Could Start a Business Doing That, the podcast for people who want to be their own boss, live a rich life, and set themselves free with lifestyle entrepreneur Jody Nevid. So I want you to imagine bringing together a group of like-minded people who share the same values as you, who enjoy doing similar things to you, and who want the same stuff out of life as you. Then I want you to imagine that group of people also having a really good time, enjoying fun experiences, coming together, supporting each other, cheering each other on. Then imagine turning that whole damn thing into a business. It's what's called a membership-based business. And some people do it in a really bad way and some people do it incredibly well. And so today we're going to unpack how you can build a successful membership-based business. And I can't imagine a better person to do it with than the founder of SA Woman or South Australian Women Women in in Business, business. SA Woman, Carly Thompson-Barry. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting to be here. Yeah. to have a chat with you today. I am so excited to unpack your backstory because it's one that I love and it's one that I've told and I had to just check in with you go, am I telling the truth? (laughs) You Um, got it right. (laughs) Yeah, because it's amazing where businesses can be born and how simple things can evolve. Well, it's it's not really a simple journey for you. It's been quite a roller coaster. a very turbulent one, yeah. 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 But I like to start with a, a triple loaded question. In your own words, tell us who you are, what you do and why it matters. You might have to repeat those yeah. three questions to me. I'm still dealing with the baby brain. So um, I'm Carly. I'm founder of SA Woman. So yeah. SA Woman is all about supporting, connecting and showcasing South Australian women in business. So mm. very much a passion close to me. Before I sort of kicked off this journey, my husband and I had our own business and I just sort of noticed the lack of support and lack of women kind of coming together and I wanted to find those women. So yeah. um, that was sort of the tip of it. One of the biggest things as well for me is that sense of belonging and community and feeling supported and backed and knowing that you've got some people to reach out to. And I think when it comes to why it's important, I think that's a huge part of it. And yeah. I also believe you can't be what you can't see. Nice. And when you're yeah. surrounded by a whole group of women all doing that same thing that you want to do, yeah, um, you can't help but feel like anything's possible. Yeah. And it's it's incredible the energy and the support and the positivity that comes, you know, I've, I've been a member of um, SA Women now for, well, not even a year. I've only really just joined years ago. The Seven Effect was a member when Amy was there and then I just yeah. got a bit slack. But what I love about your community is that real support, encouragement, collaboration, all that good stuff. Yeah. You're now at what, 900 members? We just ticked over 900 members. So cool. It's a bit scary saying that out loud, but yeah, it's amazing. Nearly a thousand. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But it didn't always start from there. And so Carly, tell us a little bit about how this business started right from that conversation you had with those women you met at a conference. Yeah. So um, I was just saying obviously off air about, you know, SA Woman itself sort of mentions being established in 2017, but really this journey began back in 2013. So it was at a conference I attended, met some women on a table. And when I, you know, wanted to catch up with them outside, I felt like I'd finally found my people, people that understood me and got me and went home that night. And Facebook groups was relatively new probably back then. Totally. Yeah. And I thought, I'll just create a group so we can stay in touch. I had no other intentions on it. We had our, you know, a really successful group personal training franchise there was no intentions to create another business. I no. went to that conference to learn to grow our other business. Yeah. 
from that, those girls, we, the next day I said, oh, I've added you all to a Facebook group just so we can stay in touch. And then a couple of other girls overheard and they were like, can you add me? Yeah. And then that formed this just like a bit of a spiral effect. So there was lots of people then adding other people. And that group was called Adelaide Women in Business. Wow. At the time. So And did you call it Adelaide Women in Business from the start or was it like okay, so there was yeah. a bit of intuition there. there. Was. That's pretty clever. Yeah, that's just what I called it. Gut instinct. I don't know. I believe a bit. I'm quite I love the woo side of things. So yeah. I believe there was definitely some intuition or some foresight there. Yeah. At the time. So that group that group grew quite a lot. And um, it was just a free group. Just jump a free in, Facebook group, jump total in. community support yeah. each other. Yeah. So where did SAS Place come into it? Because that's where I first met you back in 2014 yeah. when we launched The Seven Effects. Yep. Well, I now have three children. At yep. the time I had one and he was would have been two and I was really struggling to work on both because obviously the SAS had then turned into another business. So yep. work on that plus our PT business yep. and I didn't have him in childcare and I wasn't ready to go down that path with yep. him. And I'm like, if only I had somewhere that just for a f- you know, half a day um, I could have him looked after Yeah, and started exploring that, discovered, oh, you know, what I need is like a crèche. So then mm. from there it then progressed with some of the women, you know, were thinking wouldn't it be great if we could, you know, get together and just work like maybe in a cafe. And then I started to have these visions of this space yeah. that was white and it had a pink sign and really clear visions and it's quite funny because my later location at Westlakes yeah. ended up being exactly the that. The exact vision. Exact wow. vision that I'd had. Yeah. So that sort of ticked it off and I went, this is like, maybe can I do this? Can I not? I had a business partner at the time who helped me to kind of get things started. Yep. And yeah, then SAS Place came about. It was sort of a natural progression from being called the SAS to then make it SAS Place yeah. because it was an actual formal location. Yep. Um, we tried to get grants, tried to get government funding, mm-hmm. tried to get councils, nothing <laughs> Very difficult to Very do. difficult yeah. and but I was determined to do this. There was nothing in Australia at the time. That's what I wanted to ask because mm. for me going back then, I, I feel like you were like the pioneer of co-working spaces because mm. I didn't know anyone else that was doing it but now it's a very yeah. common thing. Yeah, it is. Was there anyone else doing it back then? There it was. was just an idea you had? Or? No, there was def- There was other co-working spaces okay. but they were. there was no other women-focused ones and there okay. was no other women-focused in Australia and let alone to have a crèche on site. So it was wow. the first in Australia of its kind to be able mm-hmm. to do that. So definitely one of my proudest things in terms of a creation yeah. point of view aside from my children. Yeah. And, yeah, so there were some other ones like the Hub in Adelaide and there was one at Norwood, that space, I think. Yep. But the Hub was at the time a lot more quite entrepreneurial, sort of mm-hmm. a bit more tech. Uh-huh. Um, a lot then, of them are very tech-focused, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, obviously they were all sort of men and women, but at the time there was a lot more men in co-working spaces yeah. that there were was than there was women. And I think even now that is still the case. more so the case. So. Yep. Yeah, it was wanting to create that space that I'd built online to then transfer that into a physical location where you could have that support in-house, which you don't get when you're on your own in business. You know, that when you're in a, when you were working in a job like I was before we took on our business, you know, you'd have people to chat to at lunchtime and you'd have people around you to bounce questions off. But when you're in business on your own, Sometimes it's just you and the dog. Yeah. Like we're chatting about <laughs> you and the dog or the kids. The kids. Or yeah, yeah, there's no one else around you. So to have those people to bounce things off of and yeah. on the tough days, be able to go, Oh my gosh, I'm really struggling today and yeah. just be able to debrief with people is so important. It's so important. And I think that's one of the things that we hear a lot in our community, you know, in our business building community. It always blows my mind how people say the number one thing they value. Mm. It's not me, unfortunately. It's actually the community. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I just think there's so much merit in having a space where you can just not feel alone when you're trying to battle through the roller coaster of getting a business off the ground. Definitely. And I think in today's times with what we've been through the last 18 months and the last week, um, even more so that we need to have that togetherness. So, yeah, obviously I don't have the co-working spaces now, but certainly in those early days that was the big essence of what was behind it. So talk to us about taking on the co-working spaces because that's a pretty big commitment and, you know, Mm. you you didn't do it by halves. I went down to the space and it was like, wow, this is, you've really invested in this. Yeah. It was beautiful. You could tell there was money behind it. It wasn't something that was done on the cheap and nasty. It was a lovely, gorgeous space. Just surprising because yeah. it was on the cheap. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you did it very cleverly. 
that um was it a lease or you didn't own the building? Uh, yeah, no, I had a lease. Yeah. Um So what made you have the courage to do that? To take mm. on the lease and go, right, we're gonna make this property beautiful. Hindsight? And, yeah. Naivety. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't do it again. No. In all and that's complete what I honesty. Yeah, yeah, I would not. If I had to do that now, knowing what I know and the commitments I've got now as well from a family point of view, yeah. I couldn't go down that path again. Yeah. Why um, not? I was, the stress and the financial commitment. Yeah. Like I jumped into a, an, oh, probably close to a $70,000 a year lease <gasps> with nothing. Wow. I built the space with a $15,000 credit card because we wow. couldn't get any government funding. We did a lot of stuff ourselves by hand. We had a few people come on board as sponsors, but that was really hard. I tried crowdfunding. That yeah. failed. So really that $15,000, my husband and my savings yeah. um, was about maybe 10000 or something. That yeah. is really what got it underway and just a complete trust and belief that it was going to work. And yeah. I look back, I'm like, <laughs> what were you thinking? Because I had nothing. And that the big lesson I learned from that as well is that don't rely on when you've got a business idea and you're asking people about yeah. it, don't rely on people to tell you and go, yes, that's awesome, I'll be there. Uh-huh. Because when you open those doors, it's a very different so idea true. when people have to part with their money to then yes. do it. So I sort of went into it thinking we would be full, we'd have a lineup out the door. Yeah. Everyone said it was a great idea. Everyone said it was a great idea. Like and opened the doors and it was like... Where's all the people? Yeah, yep. <laughs> and then it was then it was hard. It was, but I still had that determination and the drive to make it happen and to push. And then when my business partner had to make the tough decision to step away, yeah. I also had to make the call. Then what do I do? We were six months in. I'm like, do I? Well, actually, five months in. Do I keep going? Do oh, only five months from five when months you started. In. Then yeah. it was all on you. Yeah, yeah wow. and I was three months pregnant at the time with my second. And so that was a big deal. But I, you know, I got to that December and I went, and it's very similar to the SA Woman story, but I was like, I either do it or I don't. Yeah. Let's give it a crack. See how we go for a year. What have I got to lose? Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I did. Negotiated with the landlord in terms of rent for that December because co-working, everyone goes away. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Who's renting the office. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So had a discussion with him to pay some of the rent for that month, like separated over months after. Yeah. Because um, I'm also pretty determined that I don't like to take handouts. Yeah. Like I want to hold my own, which yeah. sometimes can be to my detriment, but definitely that's sort of how I am, and managed to make it through. And Amazing. Yeah, and then through the support of the women I had at the time in the community as well. Like yeah. I was, you know, it's been the people walking beside me that have yeah. allowed me to get to where I am. Yeah. I wouldn't be here without their support in those days. It's amazing. And, you know, thanks for sharing that in such an honest and transparent way because I remember because the first thing I do when I go into a business is I crunch the numbers in my head and I remember looking at your rates and I remember looking at the space going, how is this chick making money? Like this is really like a how does this work, this business model? But you then evolved to Westlake. So then you did you have two or did you shut that one down and then? I I had three. Oh, did you? <laughs> you kept going. <laughs> because that's what you do. So I was very lucky I managed You're to. You're bloody strong, Carly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. Had a partnership with Westfield. And oh, right. So they were looking at ways that they could use up some of their spaces in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was through they have, you know, like the pop-up shops and that sort yep. of thing. So that's pretty much essentially what it was. Still had to pay rent and all that sort of thing. But yep. um, it was a great opportunity to test it. Yeah. from being outside of that one location yeah. um, and doing something different. So that was amazing. And then I had one at TTP in wow. Tree Plus as well. So I had the three. Just you running or did you have a team? It was, was pretty that- much just me because there wasn't enough money to employ people. Wow. So, I, you know, in Westlake, well, in the three, I had at Parkside, I had the fabulous Vashti was helping me up there. Yeah. And then I was mostly doing Westlakes and then I had a couple of girls helping me at TTP. But... I learnt very quickly that I couldn't do them all no. and I couldn't pay anyone to come in. Yeah. So long term it was just never going to work and yeah. that's what I think led to my burnout because I was trying to do it all and yeah. I just couldn't. I didn't have the money to pay people. Yeah, I wasn't even barely paying myself. And that is a very stressful place to be in in yeah. business. And, you know, I meet a lot of women that do because they're driven by a vision yes. and there's something in them that is like this, I know there's something here and I've got to make it come to life. Yes. 
And the interesting thing is I love, this is what I love about the backstory of every great business. You know, they say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Yes. Someone that doesn't know the connection between SAS Place and even the original Adelaide yeah. women in business, they would think, oh, SA Women's just this amazing, <laughs> just easy business that's got, a, you know, nearly a thousand members and, you yeah. know. But really, there's so much grit and passion and determination yeah. that you have to go through to get there. You almost make me emotional talking about it like that. Yeah. Because it is. It's been a long journey and it hasn't just been something that was overnight, just went, oh, you know, well, I'm just going to yeah. create a community for women in business. <laughs> no. Um, you know, it's all those experiences, yeah. all those hurdles I overcame, all those challenges that I faced, the resilience I built during that time the knowledge I gained and built, which has allowed me to then mentor women as well in their own businesses in that, you know, after that time as well. And you learn things that work and things that don't work along the way. And I think you believe in yourself in different ways. Yeah. I'm a very, I don't even recognise the person I was in 2013 to the person I was in 2017 to the person I am now. Like they just Tell us about some of the differences. So what was the 2013 Carly and the 2017 Carly and the 2021 yeah, Carly. Yeah, so 2013 Carly was naive. <laughs> <laughs> she she was new. She was really new to business. A franchise yeah. is nothing like running your business on mm-hmm. your own. And I think for me, I saw that challenge. I was ready for that challenge to do my own thing. Yeah. After following a structure, I'm very entrepreneurial when it yeah. comes. I, well, I think outside the box. I want to do different things. So, yeah. So that was you know. Naive, young, I guess like in excited and optimistic, ho- optimistic yeah, is probably you a really like good word. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, exactly. We're doing this. Anything's yeah. possible. Totally. Like inspired by those big entrepreneurs making millions of dollars, yeah. and and then I think 2017, which is when I burnt out. That Carly was very broken, mm. um, very beaten down, yeah. very despondent. I had to step away from the women in business space completely yep. after that experience because it broke me. I had some yeah. not great experiences yep. um, with other women and affected me a lot more than probably I would that I let on yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. So when I made that decision, my lease was up in the November of 2017, and that was my opportunity yeah. to go out. I also felt like I'd achieved what I set out to achieve. Yep. in that time. Um, and it was my time to step back and heal and look after myself and self-care. And how long did you take off? Like when you stepped back, was that it? It sort of shut down SAS Place? And- SAS Place, I then started up SA Woman pretty much straight away. Oh, so you started up SA Woman yeah, and then stepped back. And then stepped back. Okay. So I started up and had a monthly membership because I thought if it's monthly, I can stop it at any time. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, so I wasn't fully committed. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for a bit and kind of plotted along and I was just like, this is just not working. And then yep. I realised I needed to still do a bit of healing on myself yeah. before I could step back in. And so I had um, a beautiful friend, Vicky, who came on board and she sort of, you know, ran SA Woman for probably three months in terms of just keeping things yep. ticking all over. I think there was $500 income. Yeah. That, well. So I was just like, whatever membership <laughs> just, comes just in, you, have it. <laughs> you just have it, is what I did. And she was so beautiful. And so oh. she kept things ticking along for yeah. me. Beautiful. And then it was the August that then I went, this is my make or break. I'm either going to make this happen or I'm not. So you only had like three months off, are you saying? Probably well, three months that's properly. Not much. Yeah, but wow. I don't feel like I really gave SA Woman all of me for the months the start, before that. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably yeah. a good eight months or so okay. of yeah. stepping back. So, yeah. and then, yeah, I guess like, you know, Carly of today, I feel a lot more wiser. Yeah. I'm probably a lot more protective. Okay. And some things like probably some more. You know, walls. That's normal human more walls, nature. Yeah, sometimes from, you know, people hurting me in the past, so a little bit more conscious and a bit more wary. Yeah. But also a lot more, I think, stronger in what I want to achieve and what I'm here to do and a yeah. lot more belief that this is not just a business. No. This is actually my sole purpose. This is what I was created. This is what I was put on earth. This is yeah. what I was put on earth to do. Like it just lights me. I could do it 24-7, yeah. the work I get to do. And it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So I think I'm a lot more sure. I've done a lot of self-work as well over the years mm-hmm. and still doing it. Yeah. I don't think that really, you never kind of get to a point where you're like, yep, done healing all those traumas. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> another. another one. Exactly. Oh, shit, that one from 20 years ago is exactly. just Exactly. So yeah. they'll come up in different ways. So, yeah, I think I just have, I have a different outlook on life yeah. um, now than yeah. what I did before. 
And I do think that the sole purpose is clearly there because if you go right back to the seed, which was you with those women wanting to connect, mm. the the mission's never changed. No. Like the, the sole purpose of what you do, even though the outer layer, the branding, the name has changed, yeah. even the construct in how you deliver it, yeah, the mission's really never changed. No. And, and that's a true core purpose. Right and there. even in our previous business with the personal training. Yeah. That was all about community. Yeah. That grew because I helped my husband to build a community. Yeah. So it goes even further back. I so just community is your jam. Yeah. Like freedom is my jam. Community, community is, is your mine. jam. Yeah. yeah. I bring, got it. Bring women, bring people together. I yeah. love it. I love it. And so, Carly, a lot of people come to me with the idea of I want to build a membership-based business and I'm going to charge people $19 a month. And I get out my coach's calculator <laughs> and I go, shit, don't do that. That's bloody hard work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I always tell people, I always advise people against it, but you've made it work. So what is your secret to success? And if anyone wants to build a membership, let's talk about how. Secret to success. Yeah. How did you make this business model work? So this is interesting because I've actually been working on this a lot yeah. recently because there's some things that aren't working yeah. still. I think In every business. business. Yeah, business is always things you've got to work on. And, you know, for me I started off the membership was $50 a year. <laughs> oh, $49 really? a year. Where was I then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so $49 Too a cheap. year was the yeah. base membership. 49 a year. 49 a year. And because <laughs> <laughs> I think I never saw it originally as it was not going to be my full-time thing. Yeah. It was going to be something I did in addition to my business nurturing, yeah. so my one-on-one and group stuff. So, you know, $50 a year, it was like, yep, that's yeah, fine, I'll just, just do that. Token. But then things switched and... I realised I couldn't do the one-on-one mm-hmm. nurturing stuff anymore. And as I made that decision, things kind of grew with SA Woman. So it was quite interesting how that changed. Yeah. And then each year I just progressively increased the income a little bit. Yeah. Beginning of this year, I well, actually probably late last year, I looked at the numbers and I went far out. Like I, if I think of even just paying myself $50 an hour for a $99 membership, that's two hours of support. If I look yeah. at it from that point of view, that's not oh. thinking about the value aspect. Oh. But even from a time. Yeah. Two hours per member. We put in so much more than that. And I was like, I need to really think about that. So the beginning of the year, again, up sort of up to a little bit. But I recently, the other big fail that I made was I grandfathered memberships. Oh, did you? I see people do that and that is a big mistake. Don't grandfather your memberships. Do not grandfather your memberships. So that has been a big challenge now and I'm not quite sure how we move forward from that, but that has been a huge thing that I regret doing now because all the other expenses and as the community grows, I need more help. I can't support 900 women on my own. That's right. Um, And I need them, you know, I need to pay the girls that are working with me now. And in saying that, the girls that I have part of the dream team, as I call them, mm-hmm. they've been there since the beginning. Yeah. So all of us really volunteered our time yeah, to build something. To build it and yeah. had that belief that this was needed and this was important. Yeah. So, you know, like Jess, Belinda, Emma and Anita, like they've all been there. Part of the journey. Part me. of the journey. Yeah. 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 So they've all given a piece of themselves along the way. Yeah. Along the way too. And now I'm at a point where, you know, I can pay Jess each month. Yeah. You know, I can pay Emma. I can pay Belinda. Yeah. And then aside from damn COVID ruining our event, um, <laughs> you know, there's Anita as well. So, yeah. yeah so, But it's bootstrapping every step of the way. It is. And not expecting totally. to yeah. make millions of dollars straight away because yeah. that's not how it works. And yeah. a, a membership is very time consuming. It is. Um, you know, like this morning I probably spent two, three hours literally just going through member questions, things I needed help with, yeah. bits and pieces, and I'm big the last week, particularly with the COVID situation, I've spent hours upon hours just checking in with members, sending yep. them a message, how are you going, are you okay, checking in red f- when I see members post, yep. if there's a red flag yep. that I sort of see, I'm like, well, they might need just a check-in. So it takes a lot of time. So yeah. it's really something you need to go into with having that passion for. If yeah. you're going into it just to make money, you won't have enough steam to make it through the no. end. And that's a really important point because I look at a membership basis and I run everything through what I call the 80-20 matrix. Well, it's not what I call it. It is what it is. Yeah. Where is this low effort, low reward? Is this low effort, high reward, which is the businesses I like to build? And I think a membership base is either 
high effort, low reward yes. financially yes, or high effort, high reward emotionally. Yes. And you've got to have a sole purpose to pull this Definitely. off. Definitely. If you don't, it'll crush you. It will. Yeah. yeah. And I call it my joy bank. So yeah. I corporate probably quite similar yeah. to that. So for me, something has to have a little bit of financial gain because I need to feed my yeah. family, but also has to fill my joy bank. Yeah. And if I'm not getting joy from it, and that's what happened towards the end of SAS Place, there yeah. was no joy left in it anymore. Yeah. Um, so it could have been, it didn't wasn't making that, but it could yeah. have been making, you know, $500,000 a year, but the joy wasn't there. Yeah. So it wouldn't so have had me point? stay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And life is too short to be doing yeah. something that you hate and it's making you miserable. Absolutely. So, yeah, so for me where I'm at now, you know, I'm able to pay myself and I'm able to get yep. that joy. So I'm just in this space where I just, yeah, everything. I just love. It's beautiful. And I still stand by the fact, I know when I was interviewed as one of the your Spotlight members, that yeah. I said the membership that I have with you guys is literally the best return on investment I have ever made in my business. I still think it's a bargain. Yeah, um, I think so too. If I was your coach, I'd be putting the prices up. Sorry, members. <laughs> I'd be getting you through the calculator yeah. and saying, Carly, we need to crunch your numbers. But what I think you have done that's clever is you've created those opportunities of spotlight members and mm. sponsors and things like that. Does that really help with your cash flow? Yeah. So the spotlights, you know, to give you a little bit of a behind the scenes, yeah. the spotlights were created so that I could bring on someone like Jess. Yeah, great. So anything that comes from those goes straight to paying her each month. So, so that's clever. sort of how I've looked at different things. And same yep. with the events, you know, like any profit from an event would get yeah. paid to Anita for running the event. So that's sort of what has helped that. So, yeah, those things help and things like the annual partners that we've got as well, you know, again, that goes into paying for support. It goes into yeah. the time to promote all the members. Like everything is just intertwined in how can we yeah. maximise everything we've got yeah. to showcase you all in the best way we possibly can. So, And that's a really clever idea because you've got then Anita who's great on events. So we go, okay, let's host events and have a budget in there that pays for you to create your yeah. dream job. Yeah. You know, Jess is really great at copy. She's a copywriter. Let's do the spotlights, have her interview everyone, and then the money goes to her. And I, that's really clever. Yeah, so, I didn't know that that's the strategy behind yeah, it. Yeah, so smart. there you go, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Smart stuff, Carly. <laughs> So you've already talked a little bit about um, some of the great mistakes that you've made mm. in business. What have been some of the greatest wins or the highlights for you? Like has there ever been a moment where it's like, pinch me, this is my job or look what we've done? So, I mean, from the SAS Place journey, mm -hmm. definitely having the three locations and the fact I managed to pull that off Yeah, um, and the Westfield partnership and also some of the events I did then. Yeah. as well. We did towards the end, we did one with Paolo Sebastian in conjunction with ComBank and that was incredible. Mm -hmm. And so that was definitely a big highlight too, bringing women together in that way. And we did, I had the SAS summits back then. So yeah. doing those, you, did too. Um, That's right. you know, yep. I had one at the convention center and yeah. that for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I've run an event at the convention centre. Like that was, that was a big deal. That yeah. was a big deal. There was a hundred women there and it was epic. Yeah. With SA Woman, it has just been milestone after milestone of disbelief, yeah. to be honest, because I still can't believe that yeah. we're at 900 yeah. members. But, you know, the awards, running those, so running good. the awards for me and standing up on that stage in front of, I think we had 270 people in the room last mm. year. It was such an amazing And night. men and women there. To I see know. men there yeah. supporting women and cheering them on, yeah. it was like this is what we're here to do, yeah. shine the light on women show everyone what our state's women in business are doing, whether it's a small business or a big business. Yeah. Like that has been amazing. Yeah. And just the stories that we've got to share and the businesses that we've got to see grow yeah. as a result of being part of the community. Yeah, I don't even have words for how amazing that has been yeah. to see that. That was a very special night, I have to say, and it was just, you know, yeah. we had a couple of tables of our um, community there, but the... The build up to that night and so many people being nominated and then cheering each other for winning. And it was just, I, I think there was something really magical that you created there that was. night. Well there done. There was, there really yeah. was. And I mean, that was our third year of yep. doing it. And I, I mean, we had to postpone it because of yeah, COVID. That's right. 
So yeah, but that was mm. um, that was amazing. Just the energy. Yeah, I loved it. it. I was on a high for days. Yeah. After. Normally, I have a big event crash. Yeah. Post an event. But yeah. I didn't that time. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So events, memberships. I think a lot of the time, sponsorships can be the foundation of what gets these things off the ground. And you yeah. seem pretty good at getting sponsors and building those relationships. I've always found finding sponsors the hardest thing to do. Have you got any tips around? sponsorships for people because you've done yeah. some pretty good things in that space or I don't have I'm not great at selling no I'm really not either. great at selling <laughs> um if you had to say to me go out and find five sponsors tomorrow I'd be like um, uh. <laughs> I don't want to ask people for money like yeah. I'm not I'm actually not great at that at all but what I, I guess I have been able to do is build those relationships with people and mm-hmm. it goes beyond networking it's yeah. actually building the relationship and not building a relationship with the intent of trying to get something from someone, I think, is another thing. I see that a lot. Yeah, same. Um, people are like, oh, you know, I'll do that and do that. But you can tell straight away that there's an underlying yep. reason as to why they're doing that. So for me, yeah, building those genuine relationships. And for me, it's always been putting the call out there and going, hey, does anyone yep. know someone or that might be interested in getting behind this? Or, you know, putting out and going, hey, we'd love some support to get this off the ground. And also for me, I'm I'm probably quite an overgiver as well sometimes. Yes, you are. <laughs> no. Carly, you're not. not. at all. So, you know, I'm like, how much can we give them for yeah. their sponsorship? So yeah, it's not yeah. very much like just give I'm us like, money. I totally do that. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, okay, well, if, you, if you're going to pay this and we'll do like this and we'll do this and we'll And I've got I can a third child I could throw in. <laughs> sometimes I might want to do that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. much can we then make sure that they're, you know, maximising their support of us? Because yeah. for me, that is really important. Yeah. And you do it really well. And I yes. love that. It's not about selling, but it's about building the long-term relationships. Yeah. 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 And there's so much you can gain from a relationship without even, yeah, like, not having that sponsorship there. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, the ComBank thing that was through um, one of our PT business, like, PT yeah. members at the time who worked there. And yeah. that was just literally, that was how it happened. Sometimes they wanted to support it. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to support what we were yeah. doing, thought it was really cool, and that's how it happened. Well, your car, that's part of a sponsorship yeah. as well. Yeah. Sort of serendipitous or just someone that, that was, we really believe in what you do. Yeah. Belinda was a member. Yeah. And I think from memory, she even won her membership through going to a river, one of our first Riverland events. Yeah, cool. And I just put out in the, I mean, she's obviously very busy with having a car dealership, but I put out in the members community, hey, does anyone happen to know someone with, you know, in the car space yeah. who might be able to help? Kyra's like, uh, yeah, we've got like, you know, Riverland Mazda, I'll have a chat to Belinda. Yeah. And things just went from there. And so that's been two years now. And not only has that brought about obviously the amazing car that it's the Mazda CX-8 from Riverline Mazda yeah. um, that I get to Flag drive. Away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for like celebrate this. That I get to drive around in and visit members and do our regional trips. But it's brought about a beautiful friendship that I could never have yeah. expected as well. So yeah. that has been a huge part of it for me yeah. too. And what I love about the women that I've met through your community is there's just a common desire to help everyone succeed. Mm. And some women's communities, memberships, online groups can be very bitchy, mm. like the freaking bitches drinking wine. What are they? Oh, oh yeah, like mine, like-minded yeah. bitches drinking wine. Like they're bitches. We probably shouldn't give them a plug to be. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't they're go bitches. There. We're being bitches now. Ourselves. <laughs> but um, I, I was in there for a while. It's huge. But it's I a just massive like, group. I can't do this culture. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't deal with the energy uh-uh. in that space. I stepped out. I think that was in my SAS place days. I stepped out of that group. Yeah, yeah, don't dig that sort of vibe at all. So I love that you don't have that vibe. So let's talk about just maybe three to five tips that you would give people if they wanted to start a membership basis, uh, membership-based business. Relationships, obviously, mm-hmm. key. What else is fundamental to winning in this space? Um, having a purpose. Yeah. You've got to have a real clear purpose and a real plan. I think if you go into it kind of flailing, what's that? What's that quote about fail to plan, plan to fail, whatever. Yeah, that's yep. the one. <laughs> that's yep. Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I think you definitely need to have that. You need to have resilience mm. and determination and yep. be prepared to be in it for the long haul. I yep. mean, I'm sure there is some overnight successes out there that, you know, have managed to pull amazing things off in mm. a short time, but 
you know, for me, this is what, nearly eight years or whatever. So yeah, yeah you've yeah. got to be in it for a long time. Have your purpose, have your clear vision on why you're doing it. You've got to know your why, yeah. why you're doing this. Yeah. Because there'll be times that it's really tough. Yeah. Um, and I know for me, even just the last few weeks have been a bit rough. So having those times of going, why am I doing this? Yeah. And to go back to those, that is just key to being yeah. able to keep going and pushing forward. That's so important. And I often say to people, you know, if you just don't want it enough, don't even start a business because you've got to, it's got to be in your heart. It's got to be in your blood. And when it is, even the hardest times don't feel that hard once you're through them. They just feel like the next, the next a test that you passed. Yeah, because you're determined. Yeah. You you know why you're doing it. You want to make it happen. That's right. Um, and I think that's what got me through the SAS place, like was yeah. it three and a half years or whatever of that, was because I had that yeah. there to push through those times when I wasn't sure if I could pay the bills or push through the fact I wasn't paid or those kinds of things yep. to get through. Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't. You wouldn't keep going. And I think, you know, I see lots of businesses start and drop off. Yeah. Um, and I think when it comes to starting a business, it can also be very easy to go, someone to say to you, oh, you're so good at this, you should start a business doing yeah. it. <laughs> um, That's but- essentially the whole purpose of this <laughs> podcast, yeah. And then- but- it's doesn't not, it doesn't always work mm. because you've got to want that yourself. Yeah. Like for me, I call it my heart, my heart's on fire for yeah. the work that I do. And you've got to really have that, yep. that fire in you to keep, to keep going and to push through. So I love that. Heart's, yeah. on fire. heart's on fire. So good. So good. Carly, I like to wrap up with some rapid fire questions. I'm okay. going to throw at you in a moment, but yep. before we do, tell us a little bit about the future of SA Woman, because I know you've been at it for eight years or more, but I feel like as an observer that compared to what's potential and where you're going, you're just getting started. So <laughs> what's the future look like? For I SA feel like I got tingles as you said that, just yeah, getting started. I reckon you are. It's funny because I actually had some epiphanies in the shower just this morning. Wow. Um, so I think times are changing. Yeah. And I think this last week has very much shown us that mm-hmm. here in Adelaide with having the other lo- another lockdown. Yeah. Cancelling events tonight. Yeah. No, I can't do my connect events. So I'm really having to think differently at the moment about how I can keep our community connected Mm -hmm. um, and trying to look more at the online way of doing things, which is not, it's not, no, it's not my heart. Yeah. But it is really important, I think. And the other huge part is the wellbeing aspect Mm. for women in business. So the support, um, I, originally thought maybe we've got to do courses and we've got to do this and we've got to do that. But I actually feel like the support for SA Woman is about supporting the well-being nice. of women in business. And I think that ties so closely to connection and sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And so heading forward, there's obviously other things that we're working on as well, but Brilliant. very much looking at, yes, we can support women with workshops and things, but how can we really look at supporting them, the woman yeah. and the business? Yeah. Because they really are two separate things. Yes, yeah. we're intertwined, yeah. but we want to see the women there. And a lot more, we'll be doing a lot more storytelling of the businesses. I want to be doing more business visits. I want to yeah. be hitting the road more, Yeah. Um, more regional trips, all those things, hopefully, if COVID will... settle down a little bit we'll be able to do more of that as well and you know the night to shine is something was I was so looking forward to it I was gonna have my shining moment we were (laughs) gonna be launching you were meant to be on stage I I was meant to be on stage but we were gonna be launching Freedom Fest tonight there and anyway it's just given us another week's grace to go shit that's not ready that's not ready anyway so (laughs) a bit more time to get things done (laughs) but that's that's just such a cool concept that you can still do in creative ways online anyway and you've got a loyal community that will tune in and you know I found webinars and even just jumping in and saying, hey, I've got a topic and we're teaching it tonight like I did one just last night and Mm. and people jump in and they're ready and we've had ones where, you know, there's 60, 70, 80 people showing up and you go, this is pretty freaking cool. Everyone's hungry for stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited about that where where that can go. We've obviously got a big three-day event, Freedom Fest, Freedom Awards coming up. You've got your awards Mm -hmm. night in the future. Yeah. Yours is November two. Are you? How are you feeling about that? Are you nervous and scared, or are you excited and faithful? Probably more nervous and scared. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen yet. We um, don't. I no. just and as a person who likes control and power, <laughs> I'm struggling a lot with yeah. that at the moment. Just yeah. the uncertainty of everything and everything being completely out of our control. Like, I mean, mm. I know that we've had events and postponed and cancelled three times now 
But I think that's made me even more hesitant moving forward yeah. as to what that's going to mean. So, you know, from an awards point of view, pushing forward like businesses. Yeah. Unusual because <laughs> yeah. it's not business as usual. I did yes. a post on that the other day. I saw, yeah. But, yeah, pushing forward as much as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the actual face-to-face awards night, yeah, I'm not sure what that's going to look like yet until right. we get a little bit a little bit closer. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and the thing is, even when you get that close, you go, oh, it could all shut down tomorrow. Well, it was the Monday. <laughs> I think when we were meant to do awards last year, it was the Monday. Yeah, that things got shut down. Yeah. 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 Like the week before. So, yeah. you know, even keeping it to the last minute doesn't guarantee. Unusual times. Ahead. It is unusual times. It is. But that's why I think it's important for businesses to be able to pivot. And I think yeah. the fact I've had to do that before in businesses yeah. and things has really helped me through this time to be able to go, right, I need to think outside the box right now. Yes, I want things to stay as they are because I love how they yeah. are, but that can't happen right now. So we I've got to make, yeah, I've got yeah. to accept that. And how can we then do things a bit different? So I think as challenging as this time has been and probably still to come, yeah. I think the resilience building and I think for business owners being forced to look at things differently, yeah. like yeah. even Zoom, I'm, was, I hated Zoom a year yeah. ago, yeah. but now I'm like, I love Zoom. I love Zoom, yeah. Um, the so, amount of time it saves me in traffic Exactly, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited about exploring that a bit more and pushing yeah. myself out of my comfort zone of doing some video interviews yeah. and, you know, more Zoom things and that sort of thing. thing. Yeah. So I think there's lots of opportunities that can be there for us to grow as business owners yeah. as well. And have you ever thought about opening up to Australia-wide? Are you very SA loyal and you'll stay South Australia? I get asked that a lot. Yeah. But very SA loyal. I yeah. have no... Yeah, it's, not, a, it's a whole different. It's not hearts game. on fire for that. No, <laughs> no, it's just not. It just sounds yeah. like stress to me. Yeah, and also I learned from SAS Place that you can't. I can't have anyone else running what I do. Yeah, because it's my essence that seems to make that. Yep. you know, help create that community and that yeah. feel. So I could do something interstate and have someone else to do it. Yeah. But there's no guarantees it would work the same yeah. because it wouldn't have me kind of heading it up. Yeah. And I don't have that same passion for other states. I think the eastern states get enough. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I feel like South Australia is a little bit a little bit hidden, a little bit underestimated. You're very underestimated, um, yeah. And I feel a bit like I want to show the world how much we've actually got going on yeah. here. Eastern states get enough. Well, you know what? It's interesting you say that because we've got clients in our community from all over Australia, yeah. but they're so jealous of the stuff that we have here in wow. Adelaide because they're like, I'll say to them, you know, go find a membership like SA Woman, but find your own states. And they're like, we can't find anything. We can't find these beautiful communities in our states. Wow. So I've always wondered. Interesting. Well, you never know. Maybe if I can get the online (laughs) nailed, maybe anything's possible. Franchising, licensing, who knows? Yeah. You want to separate yourself from it, take the model, pass it on, let them own it or something. Who knows? Yeah, anything. You could start a business doing that. Anything is possible. That is something it's I true. think, yeah, business has certainly taught me is don't um, pigeonhole yourself into one yeah. way because you you never know what's But I the do think it's important to listen to where your nervous system says, no, that feels like stress, like you said yes. before, because yes. I've leaned into the stress before sometimes and gone, shit, I probably should have said no to that yeah. because it's taken the joy yeah. out of the simple stuffs that I was doing. Sometimes yeah. growing isn't always good. No, and I think it depends where you want to grow. Like I feel like we've still got so much more to do here. Like the other thing is taking things to the next level in terms of business owners and corporate, like, you know, people, employees and that sort of thing as well. How can we bridge that? How can we support more women who want to take their businesses to that next level or are already at that next level? Yeah. I feel like SA Woman's grown over the last three years. I've grown as a business owner. totally, Um, And I think we've really got it nailed in terms of supporting those you know, at certain income points or at certain stages in business. Yeah. And I think now I have to really start thinking about what is ahead yeah. and how can we support those at that next stage. So it's not just about women in business but maybe women maybe, running businesses yeah. for others and, yeah. yeah, just women who work sort of thing. Yeah. 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 What could that look like? I don't, I don't know but, yeah. yeah. Do you know the statistics on how many women are in South Australia? Like what are the numbers from the ABS? 
No. I'm a numbers gal and I'd be very interested to go, I should know that. There's this many women in South Australia. Yeah. This is the percentage we want to become members by this time. Yeah. There you go. That's my that's my <laughs> goal. Thanks, Coach. Your takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> I will go and find that out. So expect yeah. a Facebook message from Let later. us know. Let yeah. us know. That'd be cool. All right, Carly, I'm going to hit you up with the seven rapid fire questions. Okay. Are you ready? I guess so. Here's the Let's rules. do it. Just first answer, don't overthink. This could be anything. Okay. Simple questions. What's your favourite movie? Oh, my gosh. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Okay. What do you love about it? I love the singing. Ah, oh, Yeah. Nice. And, like, women, the girl vibe. I mean, there's yeah. some bitchiness in that too, but the girl vibe. Yeah. Essentially, they rise up. Love it. And love underdogs it. win. Yeah. What did you want to be when you grew up? I was going to uni. I had a few different ideas, mm-hmm. but I was going to uni to my degree was focused on heading into government. I thought I'd be working in government and have a career that you go into and you're safe for life. Really? You want to be a public <laughs> servant? That's I what I thought. <laughs> I want to be a public servant when I grow yeah. up and be safe for life. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were meant to do. So, yeah, but before that yeah. I was like wanted to be a physio and a school teacher and, a, yeah. Wow. I never really knew what I wanted to be when I grow up. Grew yeah, up. classic. When I grow up one day. I'll I was going to say I don't know if I still really know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> What's a book you always recommend to people and why? There's two of Rebecca Campbell's books. Mm. So Light is the New Black and Rise, Sister, Rise. The story behind Rise, Sister, Rise for me, I actually got a call one day. It was in 2017 when I was going through the tough time with Sass Place and a woman called me and she said, your business card keeps falling out of this book and I felt like I had to call you and I'll get tingles now. I felt like I had to call you <laughs> and let you know about it. And I must have met this woman at some networking event at some point. Yeah. Um, and it was Rise, Sister, Rise. Wow. And that has, like, that book for me was a real catalyst and I think a big, you know, Essay Woman is all about Rise, Rise Sister, Rise. Rise. I've never even women heard of this together. book, Carly. This is a gold yeah. nugget right here. <laughs> I'm going to go get it right away. Um, so Rise, Sister, Rise. Rise, Sister, Rise. Yeah. So very much that book for me. And yeah. she's got another one, Light is the New Black. But I also use them as a bit of an oracle sometimes as well. So cool. if I need some guidance, you can. I open it up. I'm like, what is the message You're so coming woo-woo. through to me? <laughs> I, love <laughs> I, love I love a bit of woo-woo. What skills do you think we need to get better at teaching children? Resilience. Mm. I think as a parent, I'm very conscious of our kids being independent and letting them to learn stuff and learn the hard stuff themselves. I think there's been a lot of, and I know I was before, but I think as I've gone through my own self journey, but very much like we're going to protect them. We don't want them. We don't, yeah, yeah, we don't want them to feel hurt. We don't want them to have to go through those things. But I think those feelings are so important. Yeah for us as we grow up yeah. and to understand how to manage those feelings if we can help them to feel that from a young age, you know, to understand it yeah. at a young age. Yeah, I think that will help with the resilience building. So when they're coming out of school, they're not like massive shock of like, wow, I actually have yeah. to work. I I've actually have to do things. And now I have to go yeah. in the real world. They oh, want me mommy. to go to work every day yeah. and work <laughs> nine to five. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's a, yeah, I'm looking at my kids already and they're sort of, you know, what, one, six and ten. Yeah. Um, and already just so, it's so different to parent in this age to what it was, you know, even like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. With the way technology is constantly changing. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I think we've got a lot of challenge. I've, I feel like I've got a lot of challenges as a parent mm. in today's age, but I'm hoping that we can build that resilience in our children as much as possible so when they do come across things, they know how to Yeah, experience is such a powerful lesson or teacher. Absolutely. Yep. And what about you? What are you learning right now? Right now? Well, actually, I have started my own, going through my own sort of self work journey again. Yeah. I think from 2017, it's taken me sort of three years to almost consolidate what I pushed through in that time. Yeah. Um, And I'm now at a point where I'm like, right, I want to explore more. So I've started with a counsellor and a business coach. Brilliant. Just to work through some stuff. I lost my dad when I was 19 and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I didn't realise that Uh I'd I'd dealt with them, I'd worked through them, but they come up in different ways as you get older and as you go through new um, experiences. So for me it's working on that again yeah. and I've already had some huge light bulb moments and Beautiful. I said to my accounts I'm like who's an SA woman member yeah I said to her, I'm like I'm so excited when can we book another appointment she's like 
you're great. Yeah. <laughs> I love your keenness, She's like, Carly. I'd probably give it two weeks. Like, yeah. let's just leave it a fortnight. I'm like, really? Can we not do it tomorrow? It's like, we've finished. Can we yeah. start another one? I'm like, let's work through these traumas yeah. and pains. I want to fix them sort but of that's thing. That's so nice. How good that you're willing to lean into that and go, let's just get this done. Yeah. Well, I th- for me, it's about I don't want to be passing these things on to my children. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a, the buck stops with me. So Beautiful. I need to do this self-work yeah. for them as much as for me. I love that. What's the best thing about being in business for you? The women I get to be with. Yeah. Like being here with you. Yeah. Um, this, is fun. this is work. Like we're working right now. I know. It's <laughs> our job. Yeah. yeah. And I get, you know, I've been done trips to the Riverland and yeah. trips, you know, around the state and stuff. And I that's my work. Yeah. And I get to go for coffee with women and that's my work. And mm. I get to spend time, you know, looking at like helping people, looking after them. That's my work. I get paid for that. So yeah. that is amazing. And then the offshoot of that as well is seeing other women achieving their goals. Yeah. Um, and that part for me is also amazing. It's very rewarding, it isn't is. it? Very yeah. rewarding. And my final question for you, Carly, if I gave you $100 million right now, big sum of money. It's <laughs> a lot of money. To build a business. So I'm giving you $100 million and I want you to build me a business that works. What would you build? Oh, wow. Mm. There's a lot of thought that needs to yeah. go into this. It's a big, it's a big one. Yeah. Well, I I guess like initially I see the ability to then do what we talked about before, like go bigger because then yeah. I would have the money to pay other people to yeah. create that. So build the business that you have but build it on a bigger build scale. Build it on a bigger scale. Yeah. And I would probably have another co-working space again. Yeah, because wow. Because I wouldn't have the money stress. Yeah. And the money stress is a big thing that can be, you know, can pull yep. your business down. Yeah. I would probably do that again because lately particularly I've really missed having that space yeah. and being in there with the same yep. women. It would be women-focused, of course. But yep. but $100 million yeah. could buy a beautiful space. Yeah. You could do all sorts of lovely things with it. What would the space be like with $100 bucks? do you reckon? You know, I wouldn't want it to be too big because then yep. it loses the essence of it. Okay. So, yeah, I think it needs... And it would need to still be, it needs to be homely and cozy and warm and welcoming, but it would mean that I could have, you know, the creche on site like I had before and pay someone and we could have one in all states and pay people not have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I guess if I had more time to think, I would probably start looking at from an entrepreneurial point of view, like where is best to invest that money to then grow that if that would be the next thing. Yes. There's like the... Heart it's centered, the, heart the, head. the heart centered <laughs> side that would be like, yes, that, but it wouldn't make much money. And yeah. then there's the other side that would go, okay, well, if I thought strategically about this, where yeah. would be the best place to do it? So I yeah. love it. Yeah, beautiful. They were, that was more than one word responses for you. Sorry about that. That's okay. It's the first thing that comes <laughs> to mind. So, Carly, I want to say thank you so much for being our guest today. You've no been worries. Awesome to interview. I've loved everything. Thank you, you for having me. If women want to reach out, if women want to join your community and become a member, what's yep. the best way to do it? They can head to sawoman.com.au yep. um, to our website and there's join. All the information is there and lots of fantastic blogs, including your Q&A interview as well, Great. Um, that they can read more about other women. And then also SA Woman Australia, which is where we're at on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and LinkedIn. And we'll put all the links down below so yep. people can find an easy way there. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks Thank so much, you. Carly. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. The number one reason people go into business is to break free, but instead they often burn out. That's why we created Freedom Fest, the three-day planning retreat that gives you a 12-month planning system for life and business that will set you free. Trade meetings for moments, stress for sunsets, and long hours for Long Island iced teas. Get your tickets at freedomfest.com.au.